I've just hopped on to talk about continuing with the theme of your customer journey. So I thought I would talk around six ways that you can retain your clients in your customer journey. So retaining your clients is a huge, huge deal in business because as people say, it's a lot cheaper to keep the clients that you already have than to try and go out and find new clients. And it's easier. But a lot of people don't realise how the customer journey and your client retention really fits in together. So I wanted to give you six tips that will help you to really keep that client with you or customer for as long as possible. Because ultimately that's what we want. We want to create an experience and be the go-to people in our business that clients want to come back to and they want to stay with us. So number one is check-in. So checking regularly, this is especially important for my business model because I have an agency, which means that my team are the client facing team. And I want to make sure, because ultimately the business is my responsibility. So I want to make sure that my clients are happy and I can do that by asking them. I can ask them if they're okay, if there's been anything that's that's not gone as well as they wanted, if there's any issues that, that's arisen that they may need my support with. So I make sure that I check in with them regularly when they first start out. And then the longer they've been with us, I tend to check in maybe quarterly um, because otherwise you don't want to give them an, an extra thing to do. You know, if, if things are going fine and there haven't been any issues, then keep checking in with them monthly, weekly, can just become a bit irritating. So making sure that you're balancing that out for what your client really needs, but ultimately making sure that you are checking in is really, really important. And it's not just with my business model, it could be even if you have a product-based business where you're going to want to check in and make sure your customers are happy with the product, product that they've had, or maybe you could upsell them. So maybe they've got that product, it's working really, really well, but actually they need something else and that's something that you offer. So you could then say, oh, okay, well actually I've got X, Y, and Z and that will help with this problem that you have. And then you're giving them a solution. So you're making sure that you're checking in and you're constantly on top of what they need and want. Number two is to wow them. So with your initial onboarding process, making sure that you are creating a process that is that stands out from the crowd. And a lot of my customers say that's where we really stand out. We handhold our clients through the entire process. We don't want our clients to have to sit there and think about or figure out what to do next or what's going to happen. We tell our clients what to expect. We tell our clients what's going to happen next. And we don't just sit there and wait for the clients to come to us. We're proactive. We go out to the clients and say, you know, we're waiting on this part. Can you get that over to us? So making sure that you are really holding their hand through the entire thing creates a really great first impression.
And number three is to surprise them. It doesn't need to be expensive. It could just be something simple like a um, strategy call. So if your client's looking to change direction slightly, you could say, oh, okay, let's jump on a call and we can chat through. And a quick 15 minute call can make a huge difference to that client. And not charging them for that call because you can incorporate it into your package price anyway means that your client is going to be happier and ultimately they're going to then succeed which will then mean that you will grow with that client so and this again with a product business can be pulled into a product business so make sure that you send them like i've had a product sent through and it has a little bag of haribo in there or you know something a little extra even a handwritten note just makes a huge difference from a client's point of view or a customer's point of view. And number four is to support them. So when times are difficult, making sure that you are supporting those clients and customers through those times. So it could be that maybe they, so for in my case, it could be that a client is maybe needing some extra support with their copy and I know a copywriter and I can say okay well actually look let's not worry about that let's not get too engrossed into that copy I know someone that will be able to help you with that in x amount of time and we'll be able to just get that headache removed there and then so I could then introduce them to the copywriter, but I don't just introduce them and send them off. Make sure you explain the conversations that you've had with the client. Make sure that you explain the problems the client has. So ultimately they can then know that they haven't got to keep repeating themselves because that's irritating, right? You don't want to have to keep repeating yourself as a client and a customer when you've already said it once so making sure that you are explaining the conversations that you've had so that copywriter can then just liaise with the client direct but they already have an idea of what's been discussed and number five always look out for the opportunities so if you see for instance someone wanting someone to come onto a podcast and you know your client would be perfect for it let your client know like it, it makes a huge difference and you're, you are then ultimately let, giving your client these opportunities that you've just fallen upon maybe on social media or something. It hasn't really taken any extra work from you and you can just say, oh, I found this opportunity. I think you'd be really great at it. Should, do you need some help to pitch it or would you be interested in pitching to them? And then again, if they say, oh yeah, that would be fantastic, but they need a bit of help with pulling a pitch, pitch together, you would then be able to help them do that. So ultimately it would also be a win-win for you because it would mean extra work for you as well. And number six is be the solution provider, not the headache. So this is a really big one for me and my team. And ultimately we're not fairy godmothers. We cannot magic things to happen but we're going to give it our best shot to do that. So this could be for us a simple workaround. So generally our clients would have an idea of the outcome that they want to achieve, but they don't really know about the how, and that's where we fall into place. 
we pull together the how, but sometimes what our clients need or want from a certain thing isn't as simple as it would be for something else. So for instance, it could be something like an email sequence that we're setting up, but maybe the automation side isn't there, or maybe they have to update that tool in order to get that. And if there's a workaround that's going to save the client money and time, we will be able to pull that together. So if something isn't possible as simply as just pulling together a, a normal automation, but there's a workaround that we can do that will bring them to the same results, we can say to the client, actually, we can't do X, Y, and Z this way because of X, Y, and Z, but we can do it this way. Ultimately, it's slightly bit longer, but you will get the same outcome. So there we're providing the solution. We're not going back to the client just saying, no, it can't be done because no one wants to hear that, right? We want someone to be able to help us, especially when we're busy and we're so absorbed in our business. We want someone to just come to us and say, yeah, that can't be done that way, but we can do it this way. Are you happy with us to go ahead like that? And the client's got to go, yeah, I, I haven't had to sit there. I haven't had to try and figure something out. I haven't had to go in numerous Facebooks and ask a question. I haven't had to sit on Google for hours on end trying to work out a way to do it. We've gone to that customer and we've provided a solution. So I hope you found this really, really helpful as always. If you are struggling with your customer journey or if you're worried that it's going to take too much time, then do get in touch because we can help you pull that together. So although a customer journey is so super, super important, it doesn't need to be a massive time suck. So much of your customer journey you can automate and then that gives you time to free yourself up for these little personal touches that we've talked about today. So I hope you have found it helpful and I hope these are steps that you're going to implement today. And again, if you do need any help, then do get in touch because we'd be happy to help you with any issues that you have with your customer journey. Until next time, bye.